The self-proclaimed Zodiac Killer was directly linked to at least five murders in Northern California in 1968 and 1969, and may have been responsible for many more. Today we crack the code of the Zodiac Killer. This is Casual History. Welcome back to another episode of Casual History. That's right. Glad you're listening. Glad you're here. Uh, yeah, it's my turn for the podcast this week. And uh, I decided to do it based on uh, some new recent events that have happened in the last couple of days. And it kind of triggered me to go ahead and make this podcast. Recent events about old events. About old events. But yeah. it's been been opened up. It's new. Yeah. This has been a long time coming. That's uh, right. For learning what some of the ciphers he left meant. That's right. So have have you heard about the news, actually? Like, have you read what the cipher said? I have. Um, oh, you did? I did, and I have, and I also was pretty big into this at one point. Yeah. Um, I watched the, there's like four documentaries, like two real docs, one movie production doc, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a movie. Yes. It had a, um, Iron Man, what's his name? Oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. It had Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in there. Um, a re- re- like there was like a three-hour movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, I think is the so. one who's in there. Um, and so I, I've re- watched a bunch of movies. I I don't know quite what was real and what was maybe a little bit animated. Okay, um, but then I did also watch. Um, I'm just listing my track record here. Yeah, go for and it. I, again, it's still hazy. But then I watched a whole documentary about the guy thinking that. This, this guy thought his dad was the Zodiac Killer. Did you watch oh, that? Oh, no, I did not. Okay, well, it's really interesting. Um, I don't know what uh, uh, service it was on. I watched it, and this guy basically proposed the idea that his dad was was the Zodiac Killer. Uh, and that's how, like, he found, he didn't know his father, and it's this whole big story, oh. and it all adds up and connects with the events. Um, Do you, know, you, you believe- happen to remember a name? Partial it's a of the name. book. Uh, it's a book as well. Um, I'll look it up. But yeah, yeah, so I've I've had a little bit of dabble, I think, in this. So. Yeah, so have I. I've I've watched a bunch of like little documentaries on it or the history documentaries, uh, and I just went back and rewatched one of the episodes um, for, in preparation for this podcast. Yeah, and it's really it's really funny because now the cipher that they're like, we may just, this may crack the code. We might find out who the zodiac killer is yeah. if we can just determine this one page and it has officially been decoded as of like two days ago and spoiler alert yeah it doesn't have his name in it no it doesn't yeah um it oh. just is another ominous reading well there is an actual like line that says my name is blank um and has a cipher underneath it that is yet to be uncoded but that is literally supposed to be his name um what i didn't know was uh, when he first started out doing these things, uh, someone found out, like, determined his cipher very easily, mm-hmm. like one of the first ones he did, and then he made sure from then on to like make it as hard as possible. Yeah, and so it's taken fifty-one years for them to crack one of these. Um, I never understood. Was this based on any real language, or did he just make up the symbols? Oh no, to it's mean something? Uh, they. I mean, again. This guy had to know of basic cryptography. Yeah. Um, I hope that's, I think that's what it is called. Yeah, I think um, that sounds right. But there's actual books on it where disguising things and, uh, I mean, ciphers have been used for a long, long time. But there are actual books on how to build one. And certain things were unique, like, right, like what he was trying to say and stuff. But him disguising it, he was using techniques, I believe, a combination of techniques yeah. that were his own and from, like, learning it from an actual, like, study of ciphers and how they're built and how you can make them. Yeah. So that's what makes it extra hard, as well as he's, we're finding out he's the world's worst speller. And so... Maybe on purpose? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I think he was just a little manic, how whoever can you he be- was. A low rate speller, but you're able to spell out full sentences in cryptography, like in ciphers. Like, how do you, 
how does that not correlate to knowing what it <laughs> well how to spell i mean something? it That's doesn't mean again like if you don't know even if you're a bad speller it's not correlated to like low intelligence this he was very intelligent on how to build these ciphers and he built ciphers around his sentences that were he thought that's how they spell the word and so he built ciphers mm. with built-in mistakes in them yeah therefore making it even harder for them to crack because like when you're getting when you're put inputting all this data into a computer a supercomputer to like hey break this down try everything yeah but what the computer doesn't account for is those little mistakes and again like computers only analyze it in straight facts mm-hmm. so if there's one or two letters like messing up a word it doesn't might not recognize it as a pattern and might not use a common sense as maybe a human saw it on paper might go that's a misspelled word yeah um the computer doesn't see it that way so therefore can miss like really, really big connections between things, yeah. therefore leading it to not solve, you know, and skip over those things that are, could be connections to solving the entire cipher. Do you have the, the latest cipher? Do we want to start off with that latest cipher decoded? We can. I think that'd be interesting. Since I that's was going to end it, but we can, we can do that. Um, well, only because that might be a good starting point. I feel like the okay. the end meets the beginning. <laughs> sure. You know, um, um, I know there's still more to be discovered, but it would be cool to read that out and then um, yeah, go off of that. Now, Jeffrey, I I watched a full YouTube video. I believe, um, I might be wrong, but I believe the actual um, people that stumbled upon this and actually broke this code was like some Australian team. Um, I believe I they're, thought they were amateur. They in are quotes, whatever that means. They have a amateur. YouTube channel, Jeffrey. Oh, do they? they? They broke the legendary cipher and showed how they broke it on YouTube. I watched this video. Oh, it is wild. What's it called? Uh, I ha- I'll have to find it again. I don't even know. Yeah. I should have. I should have done that. I will tweet out or uh, send out that link after the thing because it's super cool to watch. Um, but again, I'll, I'll see if I describe this like right yeah um instead of reading the cipher left to right how it was decoded was they were using lines uh full diagonal so they were going down in a diagonal fashion Mm -hmm. and then the top uh and then they were doing opposite so they're closing into each other but it's diagonal straight down the paper and they were just running algorithms to what input letters i guess i'll watch yes. the video to, to figure yes. out yes and does. it showed like uh different variations of it like uh finding certain words but none of it made sense and then um they plugged in like a, a spelling error thing and then um it, it came up basically this full text like full sentence makes sense yeah uh whole thing and it also had context in it that at the time that this letter was received by the police and by the newspaper, um, it matches up. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I'll go ahead and read the translation because it's yeah. been 51 years. Yeah. Um, in quotes, it says, I hope you're having lots of fun and trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because now I have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they're afraid of death, but I am not, because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise death. Hmm. So that is the translation of the legendary, what I think it's called the 340 cipher. 340 cipher? Yes. Um, that that also brings up the question. To me, it just shows he had copycats, right? Oh, that's how I take that line. I know I read a whole uh, breakdown that they didn't. they don't take the copycat or the slave line as... Um, like he had followers. Yeah, they that took were doing they took it. that as a belief for his afterlife. Yes. I almost take that as um, slaves working for him, meaning because at the time, from what I remember, there was multiple um, murders and killings going on that were related to him that were unsure whether they actually were the you know Zodiac killer. Yes, and that that's how I take that line. At that point, I don't know when that was sent. If that was, I don't remember okay. if that's near the end of his, you know jaunt of you know terror or if that was during the middle of it but i thought that was kind of a reference to you know him saying i now have enough people out there doing my work for me mm -hmm. that i don't have to you know i believe uh this was sent in november 8th 1969 so that's the end because you had like a two-year stint um but the reason why they honed in on those phrases is because uh they said what really made his stomach drop 
was seeing that wasn't me on TV because that was this is this was sent literally two weeks right after um, someone called into a radio show pretending live to pretending him, right? to be him. Yeah, and he said something about uh, you know like I'm sick, uh, I don't want to go to the gas chamber. Will you send me to the gas chamber? And so all those things trigger, and then uh, the FBI confirmed this code break because this was amateur, right? It was done, it was posted. And then the FBI apparently reached out, confirming that this was broken. Well, if they couldn't, if they couldn't confirm, do it themselves. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, to be confirmed, right? Well, I wonder. I mean, <laughs> how like, do you do? You think they you, have teams still trying to figure out who the Zodiac killer is? I don't know. No, I think it would probably probably be like a passion project for sure. Yeah, I so. mean, at this point, the relevancy isn't there anymore. You know, what I mean, like, and a lot of people like. There's a lot of theories that he's already dead. Um, he would be, wouldn't he? If, no, if he could aged, still be alive technically. If they aged him correctly, I thought at the time he was suspected to be in his forties mm. or thirty-five. Late, they thought he was a late strong, like older-ish male. Mm. So I thought they aged him between thirty and forty. Yeah. I think so, the consensus again, it's very vague because they don't have um, on the zodiac. They did not have. There was no uh, sorry markings. There was no markings like a tattoo a scar, um, anything wrong like with his leg, injuries that would kind of like mark him out from a normal person. Mm-hmm. We have a very vague description of like being over six foot, um, heavy set, kind of a heavier set person. I, have you seen the drawings of him? I did see the, the famous one. Do yes. you believe it's Ted Cruz? Because I do. <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, another documentary with another killer. Um, what's the one that's very recent that got a lot of traction? Ted Bundy? Yes. There's a what there's one to Ted Bundy about him like uh letting a girl go but like had her. Oh, I, th- I think you're thinking of I, that. No, I thought I could have swore there was a scene of some doc that I watched yes. where some lady and had her baby. Oh. You remember and, and they got pulled over on the side of the the highway. Oh, you're and, right. And and there was some near misses with this, yeah, he he did something to the car, remember, and then he followed and said, "Hey, do you need a ride?" This is one of his known mo's of the the Zodiac was um, he would basically mess with your car, your hubcap, something, and then pretend to be the guy who's coming to fix it. Right, that's what mm-hmm. I saw, but I thought there was one with the lady and her baby, hmm. and and it, she ended up getting away somehow. Um, that is interesting. There's so much to this story. Uh, I don't think I have that in the notes per se, but I knew know it says that there are also like two men that got away from him, hmm. um, which is where we're getting some of the descriptions of what yeah. he kind of looked like, the vague descriptions. Yeah. Um, so yes, he definitely had failed attempts. What What are the chances that the fake ones that got away were never him? And the, de- the description we have, because we're not going to have a description from any of the people that actually died supposedly from this man. What if the descriptions, I'm just throwing this out there. This has always kind of bugged me too what? about this. We Like we have the descriptions of yes. this man from these people who got away. What if that was never really the real Zodiac killer? Because yeah, he never th- referenced those people, did he? Like he, he only, again, the, he claimed... And like the terror, terror of what he did was, you know, claiming the horrific acts he did, and he sent proof, if I remember right, of like photos and he did. random he, things. He actually sent clothing to our to prove that exactly he, he killed them. So he was a man of horrible ego. Yes. So what if this is just a thought? I mean, yeah. I love no getting into the conspiracy right beforehand. But there's no thought. There's no, you know real reason for me to think this but it always bugged me of like if there well, was like a detail off yeah well, like what if he's a under detail off but imagine i'm not the guy and i did try to kidnap this woman but mm-hmm. i'm not the zodiac killer and i'm the description now for the zodiac killer yeah and, it's very possible and it was never the real zodiac killer and it was just some other psycho that's what makes this so difficult and why we don't know still to this day uh, that we have trouble pinning stuff on him uh yeah. it's because of that like we have a description, which I think a majority of people like. It's a um, clean cut, c- cut hair, kind of like old school haircut, black hair. If I remember, over six foot, glasses, kind of heavy set, male. That's you what even I have more details than that. Like the the only real thing to go off of is that he's above six foot. That he was definitely uh, they believe he was heavy set. Um, 
to like two something. Yeah. Um, and then I think they said something about, uh, he had boots too. He was known like he always wore army boots. Yeah. He's connected to the military activity in some way. That's right. That's right. And that's, that was, um, I think those are the only things that are solid. Everything else is like he had glasses. Maybe he, you know, um, I believe in one description on here on one of the kills, um, they describe him as having like greasy comb back hair. That's what I, um, so like, it's very vague, though. Like, that could be almost anybody. Yeah, it could. In California in the 1960s. Sure. Like, <laughs> like who knows who that is? Just like that carrot. Like, yeah. Right. But I, um, uh, yeah. So I have the detailed things on the five official killings. And I also have a couple lists. Like, of course, I can't name everybody because there's thousands of theories out there. But I have a couple people and the reasons why they could be the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. And the reasons that would disprove it. Okay. So I have like kind of yin and yang there. So we can just mess around. I just thought it'd be fun to speculate and talk about this. We're already in, Jake. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I know. I love it. Um, But I don't know if I guess I can just go ahead and start on the first killings. Sure. If if you don't mind. (laughs) If I don't mind. Let me say one more thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, you don't? (laughs) Is the first one, if I remember correctly, there was about a woman in in a library um, the the whole theory was that this was a possibility being the first Zodiac kill. Okay. And it was this man who is, uh, we know the name of because he somehow, they think, has all the traits of the Zodiac I'm killer. Of like, I think his last name is Copperman. Yeah. Um, I watched the same documentary about it. That's okay. the one I actually watched. Okay. So I know a lot about that. Good. Um, yes, it is. It is why, I mean, again, it's speculative. There's nothing complete like connecting to it like connecting him to that actual crime scene but they do there's a lot of evidence to support that that was one of his first kills Mm. um in the riverside california yes there was a girl coming out of a library it was the first um yeah it was the same thing car troubles um on the side of the road right outside the library but she they calls connected him because they assumed that she knew who it was because it was almost it's someone um for some reason, they—if I remember right—that <laughs> mm-hmm. it she walked over into an area, basically on the side of the library, where most thoughts are you wouldn't go there unless you're like, oh, hey, yeah, follow me, like you know the person of so- sorts. And so they connected it to yeah. a previous guy who was always in the library. Okay, so who, to connect it to uh, for the audience, yeah, you're right. You 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 vaguely have got this. I don't know how you remember all that. I um, coming back to me. so basically. Yes, uh, a girl who was in a library um, was killed. But what happened was right around the corner from this library on campus, this is at a university, um, there were two buildings, right? There were two buildings on both sides of this alleyway, just like right around the corner. Um, Both of these buildings are abandoned. But if you weren't from that area, you wouldn't know that. And most people would assume if you're an alleyway between two large buildings – that someone would see you. That would not be a place you'd go, now I'm okay to kill, like there's two full buildings of people that could see me. Yeah. Unless they knew that they were empty. Yeah. Which means the killer most likely knew and was on campus and knew that those two buildings were empty and had knowledge of that. So it insinuates that it was someone, maybe who not that she knew, but someone who was on campus um, was there like regularly yeah. or attending school. Yeah, and also I thought it was they pointed that to the evidence of that the the lady, the woman would have the girl would have known also that they were empty, right? Mm. Walking like who was she held up that made her walk that way, or did she, if she went willingly, it might have suggested that there was some famili- familiarity with whoever it was. See, I don't know. That's don't, that's speculative. It See, is I don't speculative, know. but that was my first initial remembering of this. Right. Um, and who uh, this whole. Yeah. Anyway. But yes, that is it is speculated that that could be a very early Zodiac kill. Right. Um, but they don't. They there's didn't a lot connected of, officially, did they? I don't know if it's official because I thought it was a state border thing, too, or the a county border where they couldn't cross over police documents wise. Um, there was something with it. Um, I'm not really sure why it isn't official. Yeah. Uh, I just know I saw like the little piece of the documentary that I did see. It was exactly about that killing. And they got, like, uh, the actual permission to go in and actually see, like, the murder clothes. Yeah. Um, the things that did connect him to it. Yeah. 
but I don't know why they're not official. Yeah. All I know is there's only five official kills on his record as like being completely he him. in his ciphers. He yeah. actually claimed that he killed 37 people. Wow. And we don't know who the other people are. Um, we don't know anything about it. Yeah. Right. But we do know that the five are officially connected. And that that isn't one, though. But that is a good, that is a good little thing to bring up uh, if you want to do extra research on it. There There's are Reddit pages. There are many, many uh, cases like that that are still open that could be seen as like early kills that he did not claim or he didn't become his full Zodiac self. Yeah. But this was the beginning of it. Yeah. So that is one. It's like Riverside. Mm-hmm. Riverside, um, yeah. That's right. But no, the first official one was actually a couple, um, a high school couple. That's right. I remember this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they were the shootings of high school students Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday. Uh, on December 20th, 1968, on Lake Hammond Ro- Herman Road, um, the couple were on their first date, planned to a- attend a Christmas concert at Hogan High School, about three blocks from Jensen's home. Um, the couple instead visited a friend before stopping at a local restaurant and then driving out to Lake Herman Road um, about 10, 15 p.m. Okay. Um this, they have like detailed, detailed accounts yeah, of these who, killings. If if you don't mind, see this is what bugs me though. Yes, this report. Yeah, uh, the this was not eyewitness report because neither of them survived. Correct. I'm sure they had friends like just like that. They went to go visit a friend. They know when they left. Right. I mean, again, it is all like, oh, I think he left around ten thirty. Yeah. Right. But like, it's it's substantial evidence that kind of leads you towards this as being okay. what the events transpired. Yeah. Of course, we can never know. Um what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can assume like that a lot of these are based off of substantial evidence around yeah. the actual killing. Um, but anyways, they decided to stop around uh 10, 15 PM Faraday parked his mother's car at a gravel turnout, which is well known as lover's lane. Right. You know, where Make this is going. Session, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, shortly after 11 PM, their bodies were found near Stella Borges who lived nearby. Um, the Sheriff's County Department investigated the crime, but no leads were developed. Um, utilizing available forensic data, um, Robert Graysmith uh, postulated that another car pulled into the turnout just prior to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and parked nearby beside the couple. The killer apparently exited the second car and walked toward their car, um, possibly ordering the couple out of the Rambler, which is the car. Yeah. The car. Um, Jansen appeared to have exited his car first, yet when Faraday was halfway out, the killer apparently shot him in the head. Uh, the killer was then shot Jansen five times in the back as she fled. Her body was found 28 feet from the car, and the killer drove off. Right. So that is what we know about the first initial killings. And I could speculate all day, but that just seems so purposeful. Like that they might knew. Again, I'm, I almost feel like it could be opportunistic. I mean, if you're looking for a young couple alone out in the middle of the woods, you go to a known spot where couples are just going to show up. Maybe he was caping the place out. They just happened to be the couple to be there mm. at that time. Uh, it's very easily could have been circumstance, yeah, which led to it. Um, or it, I mean, again, I'm sure there are lots of theories that too that it could be someone that they knew. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? the the serial killer aspect of it where you there's no real reason there's no real motive there's no rhyme or reason besides yeah. right place right time right opportunity which which makes it all the more uh hair raising like for me yes because there i can't me myself i have to i feel like i have to try to understand the evil you know like i, I want yeah. to understand why like not just why but what i guess is the better question like what made him do that for some reason like that when i hear that just what made him topic, act on those like again like it those made dark me assume thoughts. it made me assume that it's someone like had a gr- like there was beef <laughs> it well, sounds see, horrible to say I, but I it think, sounds like that i think that's human nature to want to connect that yeah but i think that's why what a millennial these are way so, to say that sorry what do you mean beef <laughs> oh beef yeah <laughs> there's beef between I liked this it. guy I don't know but it makes me think there had to be some reason, but obviously they don't think there was. But Right, which, I mean, there very well could be, um, as well as, tell me if I'm wrong, Jeffrey, but isn't this the, around the time where serial, serial killers weren't a thing? 
So is this I, around like the 60s, 70s? There's as, another good series that you should watch mm-hmm. on Netflix called Mindhunter. Have yes. you ever seen it? Yes. You have. I watched the first season with you. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. that's right. We you watched remember? That yeah, that was a while ago. It's been a while. Have you I seen the new season? I have not. They're really good. Okay. Um, well, it's only its second season, I think. Um, yeah. But this is around that time period in the 60s, 60s and 70s. Fif- out of the 50s into the 60s, I think. Okay. Was when it was based, I believe. Right. Because there was a, a point in time or serial killers were not a thing or yeah. weren't recorded as such because you could go straight to like if if a person was murdered you go straight to their ex or someone who did them wrong yeah, or exactly. like there's, they, there's a motive there's a, a bad clear apple. motive yeah there's a bad apple in the bunch it's not just this guy like you they also believe the whole they, they meaning just uh, we as a society it wasn't a th- normal thought to think oh um they would just harm someone for no good reason Besides, yeah Good reason. I mean, just there was no reason at all. Right. And so, like, that's kind of what the Mindhunters, I thought, was so fascinating about that series. Mm -hmm. They talk about the coined term, serial killer. Um, And you know this because we watched it, but for those who don't know, uh, in the series, they talk to, you know, known serial killers uh, with the past. And the series, of course, represents some of these people um, in, you know, jail. And they have interviews and kind of... And it's based on a true story of two FBI agents. Again, um it's still crazy to me to think that at one point, like, we didn't know it's like it didn't exist. Like serial killers, people just killing just for the fun of it or for no reason at all. Besides, they just happened to be in front of this person at this time of night. Yeah, um, it wasn't an adopted it, mindset. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. The fact that there was like a clear point in time where that shifted. Well, from the law, not from the other side. Sure. Yeah. Sure. For, only from the law, like was or from the you know the police, the people who were you know prosecuting it was only from those that side that didn't that they didn't put it together have that, the coin term yeah right see that that's what i believe too i believe it's been it, it's been going on for forever but there was a point in time where we finally connected the dots and we're like holy crap people just drifted into a town killed somebody and would just leave yeah. like some s- random stranger they yeah. would meet with no motive no bad will against them and you know that that it isn't also um uh a new th- new thing either i don't think for humanity no like, i i think there's also like if i remember right again i'm i'm all basing this off my memory i should have brought something to, no you're okay to, to touch on um but th- there's terms in literature on this as well um mm-hmm. from like long periods back like a long long time ago it wasn't just it oh, was I'm a new sure. thing of course for our like society civilized and to, quote, acknowledge, society it. to acknowledge it but, yes yeah um but people get pleasure off of it all throughout history. Yeah, man. It's I also think it's uh a connection with the brain. It's definitely something um like when you talk about sorry, not to not to keep diving deep deeper into this whole subject, but I think the weird connection with yeah, like uh sexuality connected with killing for these people, like that is a main thread in a lot of these like when you see serial killer shows or like some certain mentalities, yeah. it's there's a lot of it of this violence connected to like sexual frustration and built up yeah. pent up things. Well, what's the, the whole thought with, um, again, I'm basing it on mind Hunter series, but also sure. other, um, things I've read where it like, there's a high probability of your mom mistreatment from a parent sure. figure, mainly your mom, that drives a lot of these serial killers that we know of. And also that there's like a high, I think it's like 80% or high probability that all serial killers are male as that well. Was, I was just so about to say the it, exact It's all same connected, thing. but it's also with the, the mom thing. There's there's heavily... Like a link, a psychological link yeah, to this. Not all, I'm not saying all, but I oh, do know sure. that there was a huge, por- like there's a majority portion that they can trace to thinking there's psychological trouble, issues, problems with their mom yeah. that led to this. So, um, yeah, that I'm, led to their, I'm sure there's a billion issues. factors, but you're right. That's, that's what I've heard as well. Like there's a reason there has to be a reason why there is, um, not a lot of women. There are women serial killers, but they're very, very few compared to how many are male or they're better not getting caught, which is a weird thing to think about too, but that could also be a thing. That's weird. You I never mean, know. Uh, yeah. Like again, they also put there's a ratio on this too, isn't it? Like one ever out of every 
million people or something like that. There, there's a ratio I think on. It's lower than that. Is it lower than that? Do I <laughs> want to know? Which is more terrifying. You probably don't. Okay. But you should probably Google it. Google it. Uh, yeah. You go on your story. I'll Google. I'll Google yes. this. Uh, this info. But I will. I will go ahead and go to their next. The next Zodiac confirmed kill, because he did not send a cipher or acknowledge this yet. Um, but uh, do you want to take a break? Actually, that's a great point okay. to stop. Because this would be a long podcast. <laughs> no, it's perfect. I'll yeah. get the information. We'll come back from break and we'll reconvene with uh, the next story. All right, perfect. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, we're back from the break, Jeffrey. What did you learn? Um, yeah, if there was a break. Yeah, if there was that. a break. Sowing our oats there for That's ads. Right. Um, if it's not there, we just continue talking. So um, this is terrifying yeah actually. please read um, it for me it sounds like a big number but then again you got to compare it to this is worldwide this is what okay. estimate is all estimates yeah we don't really again, know so who knows mm-hmm. could be less could be a lot more that you just don't account for um it's telling me supposedly it's based on michael artenfield uh, a retired police detective he's an author of 12 books on serial murders agrees that the fbi's projections are off um, he blames patchy data, among other things, but he thinks the number of active serial killers is more like 3,000 to 4,000. Wow. That's a lot. It sounds like a fucking shit time. It does, doesn't like, it? Like, I don't know. Maybe in my mind, like, that's naive, right? That has to be naive. You could put, how how many could you put on, I'm gonna, I'll do the math on this, like, in each continent, you know, oh, like, God. that are running through. It's yeah, crazy. Um, That's wild. I think... I know it's it's so hard for my brain to wrap around because when I think of serial killers, I think of like ten, right? Like I think of like oh ten. No, it, I mean like these are they're everywhere. Yeah, well let me let me do this for fun here. This is not for fun. This is just for <laughs> more terrifying information. Yeah. So if we estimate three thousand serial killers worldwide on okay. seven continents, right? So divided <laughs> by seven, you're saying there's about four hundred and twenty nine people that are serial killers in every continent. Sure. If it was all split up evenly. If it was split up evenly. I mean, I'm sure the higher population areas have more. Definitely. So maybe it's just by population. Again, we could, we could, as, do the, as the United States, as we're, we are based out of the United States, yeah. there is probably a shit ton of serial killers in the United States <laughs> projected. Um, wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so there's 300 and roughly 330 million people in the United okay. States. See, that makes the number look less. But that many people killing multiple killings, like, again, also, for you to qualify as a serial killer. Seven billion people. What are we? Almost 7.4 billion, are I think, we? people worldwide. Gosh. So 3,000 out of 7.4 billion. In correlation. <laughs> sure. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever you say, but, no. um, You continue under the story. I want to do some it math It sounds on this. like a lot, though. It does sound like a lot. I just um, want to terrify some folks with these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the stuff I listen to podcasts about murder mysteries and shit. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. I want to know how many... Serial killers are my walking ac- walking yeah. across down the street. Yeah, because they, they they don't look any different. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well they might. You, uh, I, you, I they feel might. like if you get a sense of people, you probably well never know. You never know. You never know. Um, what's the second one? Go go on in. Yes. Okay. So the second confirmed kill of the Zodiac killer was the Blue Rock Springs murders. Um, just before midnight on July fourth of nineteen sixty nine, uh, Darlene Farron and Michael Magow drove to the Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo, four miles from the Lake uh, Herman Road murder site, and parked. Uh, while the couple sat in Farron's car, a second car drove into the lot, and they parked alongside them, but almost immediately drove away. Creepy as fuck. <laughs> um, returning about ten minutes later, the second car parked behind them. The driver of the second car then exited the vehicle, approaching the passenger side door of Farron's car, carrying a flashlight and a 9mm. Um, the killer directed the flashlight into the guy's eyes and Farron's eyes before shooting at them. Firing five times, both victims were hit, and several bullets had passed through Mago and into Farron. Um, the killer walked away from the car, but upon hearing uh, Magow's moaning, 
returned and shot each victim twice before driving off. So, first of all, that is the most creepy thing. I will never be able to sit in a parking lot again. Um, yeah. I don't. Do a second that. car drove up, yeah. immediately drove away, which which tells me he had second thoughts. Mm-hmm. That he didn't know if he was going to do it. Mm. So he drove up to this car with the intent and then was like, no. But then 10 minutes later, gathered up his nerve and came back and finished it. Yeah. Which is, oh, God. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not trying to spread fear, but I don't. Typically, when I go in, I get groceries. When I do Dude. anything, I typically, I get in, I get out. It's, I don't, I don't sit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a car parker. I don't sit I in. I know you are. Uh, That's why I'm mentioning this. Why are you telling, why because are you Because I don't sit out this. front of, like, work. I don't sit out front of grocery like i just don't I'll sit out in front of my apartment like no, i'll lose see, myself for see, 10 I don't, 15 minutes i don't minutes. like that at all either why not that's a hub of people jake <laughs> it is a hub of people but you live around people <laughs> i know but you i don't know i would feel safer in my of course my own world okay so i don't dilly dally you know I yeah get in, I get okay out. if if you guys um on our social media at casual x history shameful plug um why is it please? shameful <laughs> it's okay you're right unshameful plug um, please tell me if you have that habit as well, because you're right. I totally do that all the time. He will, he like when he comes over to do the podcast, yeah, we do it I at my place. Sit, I sat in the car before I came in. He, he sits out front in the parking lot for 20 10. minutes, 10, 20 minutes, depending on what you're doing or what you're listening to. You'll yeah. sit out there on the phone, like whatever. Yeah. For 30 minutes. It's just maybe nice an hour. being in the car and you're not going anywhere. So it's just like, it's, uh, <laughs> you can do that behind a closed <laughs> locked door. Of your yeah. House. But you know, you're not always in. <laughs> Yeah, an area um, to do so, but it's a bad habit of mine. So if please let me know if I'm gas. crazy. Do you do you have the gas? You have the car running? Yeah, sometimes. Okay, but well then you're just wasting gas, my <laughs> man. That's like another. You save I'm, money and I didn't say it was a good life. habit. I didn't yeah. say it was a good habit, but I just need to know if that I'm not the only person. There has to be lots of people that oh, do the same thing. I, 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 yeah, that's a thing. It's but, not. You're not alone. But yeah, I just know I don't. <laughs> I know, and I'm so I'm so bad at that. That's interesting. So that's the second confirmed. Um, yes, we confirm it because why? Does he have? Ev- okay. Did he send in evidence or? Well, see, that's that's what's the, so funny is these two um, were back to back. Sorry, not funny. Bad choice of words. Yeah. Um. These two were back to back without claim. Like he hadn't claimed the first murder yet. Um. It was after this one, um, that they started to hear in from the Zodiac. Okay, so he started sending letters, right? Yes. So on July fifth of nineteen sixty nine at twelve forty a.m., a man phoned uh, the police department to report and claim responsibility for the attack. Um, the caller also took credit for the murders of Jensen and Faraday six and a half months earlier. Mm. So he claimed both of those at the same time. Yeah. Um, the caller, what did it say? Uh, police traced the call to a phone booth at a gas station in Springs Road in Tolomaine, located about three-tenths of a mile from Farron's home and only a few blocks away from where the police department was. Yeah. Um, Farron was pronounced dead at the hospital Magu survived the attack despite being shot in the face, neck, and chest. Magu described his attacker as 26 to 30 years old. That's right. Okay, so someone, this is, okay, this yeah. makes so much more sense. I This is coming back to me. What I said earlier was completely ignorant. I didn't know. I forgot. That there, I guess there was people that lived through it. So yes. interesting. Okay. So uh, so 26 to 30 years old, um, 195 to 200 pounds, or possibly even more, Um how do you do that? Yeah, see, so, you no. Know, this claims that? this claims five foot eight inches, white male with short, light brown, curly hair. These are this is the description, right? That's different. That's shocking. Every the documentary said someone above six foot, like a large man. Yeah, that's what I picture. Yeah, with glasses. I heard that from multiple other places. So that is very interesting that the first account shows him as under six. But again, if you're just judging by. Um, someone who's trying to flashlight in your face the first time you're seeing them. But the the brown curly hair also, I guess, could be a haircut if, later on. But still, sure. that also the initial description doesn't seem to match. Which it's very it's very interesting that that is hmm. kind of different. Okay. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, does he okay. go on to say anything more about him? Anything other than his description? That's his height? only description. Okay. Um, that they have. It's just a vague one. Yeah. Um, so. That happened on July 5th, right? 1969, he called into the police department. On August 1st, 
that very next month is when the uh, San Francisco Chronicle and uh, Vallejo Times Herald each received an identical handwritten letter. That's right. In an envelope without a returning address, beginning with, Dear Editor, I am the killer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman. The letters contain details from the Zodiac Killer's murders that only the killer would have known. Mm-hmm. So stuff that was not released, that was too gruesome to release. He was literally writing them in these letters. Didn't he threaten to threaten them as well if they didn't publish it? Yes. Yeah. If they didn't, if they, he threatened them uh, if they didn't post it on the front page. Right. Um, but the, oh, what's it say? Oh, they said the nearly identical letters took credit for the shootings at Lake Herman Road in the Blue Rock Springs. Each letter also included one third of a 408 symbol cryptogram, which the killer claimed contained his identity. Yeah. The killer demanded that he be printed on each paper's front page. Um, several days later, high school teacher Donald Harden and his wife were able to solve the cipher. Yeah. Um, which is the first one. Yeah. Which is, again, if you're... <laughs> that's, what a what an egomaniac. Like, that is an... You're a narcissist 100%. He wanted credit. Well, credit, fame. Like, think about that. He wanted notoriety for it. So, yeah. Or the um, thrill of, like, thinking that he could get caught. Well, he, but he was he too smart for everybody. He knows he wasn't going to get caught because he didn't put his name in there. Well, here's the first cipher, yeah. which was determined. Again, also very cool to note that a high school teacher figured this out. Um, found this out. But uh, here, I was going to read it for you if you want me to read the whole thing. Yes. It says, uh, I like killing people because it's so much fun. It's more fun than killing wide, wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal. And all to kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise. And, and I have killed... Those that I have killed, sorry, there was lots of spelling errors. Yeah. Uh, but it says, those that have, I have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collection of slaves for my afterlife. And then there's a, like, a small jumble of words at the end that was never solved. Wait a minute. So that, that slave thing does connect to the last cipher. Yes. I was wrong again. It was ignorance speaking. So he actually did have a belief or his themed belief mm-hmm. of, is there a religion? Is there something that we don't, like, we can connect that to, to what he believes or in? He just made, yeah, or that's He just, just made it up somehow did, in his mind? Yeah, that somehow that justified everything that he was doing or the things that he wanted to do. But you have to, I feel, you don't get that from nowhere. You I don't, don't know, man. The, you, don't, you don't get that thought of killing someone gives you a slave in the afterlife from nowhere. I'm sure, I'm like, sh- there I mean, had I'm, to be something. There had to be some sort of catalyst, probably, for him. Yeah. Uh, I doubt th- he was this a man is me that, speculating. I doubt I would, that he was a man that lived in literature of like, oh, this is what I believe. Sure. So I don't doubt that maybe he took pieces from somewhere and made it whatever he wanted in his yes. fantasy. But I'm sure there was some sort of catalyst that brought him to this is why this is okay because this is what I'm doing. It um, also it also could think about it too, where it almost sounds theatrical. It does. It sounds bad to say, but w- and the way he r- wrote that, it sounds like he's. Playing a, a a character as well too, where I don't know how much of that is actually what his he persona. believes. Yeah, his persona. Like it, he wants to be seen as something that he all he is about at this point is his image. Also, he wants to have an image. Also, people want to be like. If you again, it's something about um, human nature that I just think personally. I'm just going to go off again. Um, that I think. Some part of this is just him, like that's reclaiming power, like him being able to scare people, him being able to do the things he do he does and get away with it, being so bold, being able to say these things. You're right. I don't know if that's his personality, but I can see this as some sort of connection to like he's in he's like he must get pleasure out of forcing that kind of power and on fear onto people. Yeah, and so I feel like it's ego. Yes. But I also feel like it's more than that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like this is his way of reclaiming some sort of power for himself. Yeah. That he feels that he can do this and get away. Yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'm going to jump in here with another tidbit of information. For, sure. Um, speaking of fear, 
Um, this is uh, this is just Googleable, so you guys can fact check this. Yeah. It said in recent academic estimates of the average number of serial killer victims each year range from 67 to 180. This is, I did this in the United States mm-hmm. um, based on conservative extract, extrapolations <laughs> from existing data yes. would add at least 182 and possibly as many as 1,080, uh, 1,832 victims. Um, yeah. So this is what I typed in for the U.S. Um, right. So that's pretty terrifying. That's just the U.S. alone. From what this Google says, I believe so. Um, yeah. Unless that, I don't think that's from worldwide. I think that's just um, from the U.S. So yeah. Pretty uh, terrifying. Um, it's very terrifying. But this has always been a thing too. Like I think about that, and I think, well, last year this had that. Next mm-hmm. year it's going to have that. Yeah. You know this. This is sadly a constant, um, like, piece. It's very of crazy to me. It's also just math, right? Don't you think? Like, out of seven billion people, how yes. many small was zero point one percent people are going to be deranged in this sort of way? Yeah, everyone's going to be skewed in just the perfect way. right way for in a for catalyst this to their, for this to happen. Yeah, for this to happen, right? Yeah, no, I I agree. I think of it that way too. Is like the more people there are, the higher statistical probability that these things exist. Yeah, and uh, the perfect things line up. Yeah, and our society trying to upbring society is how. Like we can bring us up so much, but I still feel like it doesn't make. But the thing is, that's really crazy that I did read um, is that global like humanity's um, crime levels are at all time low. Yeah. In all of human history. Yeah. So that is also something to bring take comfort in. Like it's not all bad. Yeah. Like there are bad people. There are like there are bad humans and all this. I believe that the counter statistic <laughs> to that is mental illness has re- is at an all time high as well. Mm. I mean, um, that is that, like, definitely that, a, an issue. Yeah, uh, that is yet I, to be to me that connects to truly. this kind of world trauma. You know, that you you build some sort of um, 100%. bad, you know, brain <laughs> wave <laughs> that happens in like you, ex- like you know, you act out these kind of horrible deeds. But yeah, um, that is definitely a huge world issue that needs to be addressed. Um, that has never been addressed in the right way or in a way that's. Uh, lean towards solving the issue. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a very huge U.S. thing. I'm sure it is a world thing as well. Yeah. Um, that mental illness is Just so not rampant. Not a stimula- stimulation. Yes. That causes... It's also, uh, yeah, the world that we live in and that humans are not... Also, I truly believe humans are not meant for this much data overload and daily life, like how much information is coming in on a daily basis. Right. Um, which is why if you're, like, forgetful or, like... You know, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Like, your brain's not really meant to handle the barrage of info that an everyday, like, news site, Twitter, everything that you're on um, throws at you. Yeah. Just as a human. Also, a fun fact I always go back to is I believe the the the, the numbers is, um, the number is you can only remember 180 people in your life at any one time. So, like, tomorrow really? I can only have 180 Technically, you're like, there's a certain number cap, mm-hmm. supposedly, that supposedly, supposedly, um, <laughs> that you can... Both are great. Yeah, uh, that you can only have kind of in your database at any one time. So it's the same thing I feel like we're just touching on, you know, information you're taking in, history yes. facts you're taking in. Probably, I mean, again, I remember all 50 of our podcasts, but if we get 200 down the line, I yeah. don't... You're gonna start. Out. I'm gonna start I'm remembering gonna the first one and all the, the details first one of the and all story. The, yeah, exactly. Yep. So um, there's probably only so much you can take in, or maybe there's lim- maybe it's limitless. <laughs> Who knows? But we're talking about the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, so let's sorry. Get back we'll, to get, it. we'll get back. Um, um, yeah. So I left off after that first cryptogram was um, solved. Yeah. Right. Um, there was an end little part that says the solution to the Zodiac 408 symbol cipher, including uh, faithful translations of spelling and grammar error errors in the original um the meaning if any of the final 18 letters has not been determined so there was a little like gap there of just like a clump of letters at the end of that cryptogram that's okay. still never been solved okay. um and on august 7th 1969 another letter was received by the san francisco examiner with this with the salutation dear editor this is the zodiac speaking so this was the first time the killer had used his this name for identification. Mm. 
The letter was a response to Chief Salt's request for more details that would prove he had killed Faraday and Jensen um, in it. So in the actual letter, the Zodiac includes details about the murders which he had not yet released which had not been yet released to the public, as well as a message to the police that when they cracked his code, they will have me. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm going to try to speed through this because obviously this is a long podcast. Yeah, it's okay. Go for it. Just move on to the next murder, um, Lake Baradessa murder. So in September 27th, 1969, um, Pacific Union College students Byron Hartnell and Cecilia Shepard were picnicking at Lake Baradessa. Berryessa. Berryessa. It's an interesting name. Yeah. Uh, on a small island connected be- by the sand pit uh, to Twin Oak Ridge. A man, about 5 feet 11 inches, weighing more than 170 pounds, with combed greasy brown hair, approached them wearing a black executioner's type hood with clip-on sunglasses over the eye holes and a bib-like device on his chest that had a white... Uh, had a white three by three inch cross circle symbol on it. He approached him with a gun, um, which Hartnell believed to be a forty-five. The hooded man claimed to be an escaped convict from a jail with a two-worded name um, in either Colorado or Montana. So at 7.40 p.m., the killer called the Napa County Sheriff's Office uh, from a pay telephone to report the latest crime. The killer first stated that the operator that he wished to report a murder, no, a double murder, before stating that he had been the perpetrator of this exact crime. The, found, uh, the phone was still found off the hook minutes later by the Napa car wash on Main Street in Napa uh, by radio reporter Pat Stanley, only a few blocks away from Sheriff's office. So this guy was bold, mm. <laughs> um, yet 27 miles from the crime scene. Uh, detectives were still able to lift a still wet palm print from the telephone, but were never able to match it to any suspect. So we have little clues. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound maybe again, maybe he gets more into his persona as it goes on. He's trying to make himself even more. I know it just keeps getting more and more. Doesn't it like dramatic? Yeah. The hood, the clip on him having the, the, his sign on his chest. Right. Like that sounds even more dramatic. Than yeah, the, the he's before. really he's really falling into his own world. He's building, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's what it the feels. Le- like. The letter states that too. The first time he calls himself, right? This is the zodiac like, speaking. Now this is my name. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah. Okay, so um, we're gonna get to the last confirmed kill okay. now, which is two weeks later on October eleventh, nineteen sixty nine. A white male passenger entered a cab driven by Paul Stein at an intersection of Mason and Greary Streets, one block from west from Union Square in San Francisco, um, requesting to be taken to Washington and Maple Streets in Presidio Heights. Uh, for unknown reasons, Stein drove one block past Maple to Cherry Street. Like, like you know where this is at. Yep. <laughs> but this is that would be very interesting to follow along. Like, they know the exact path. On pathing. the map, yeah. Um, the passenger passenger then shot Stein twice in the head with a nine millimeter. That's right. I remember this took, one as well. Took Stein's wallet and car keys and tore away a section of Stein's bloodstained shirt tail. Um, this passenger was observed by three teenagers across the street at nine fifty five p.m. Um, who called the police while the crime was in progress. They observed a man wiping the cab down before walking away towards uh, the presid- presidio presidio uh, one block north. Yeah. Um, Two blocks away from the crime scene, patrol officer Don Fuke and Eric Zelms, uh, responding to the call, observed a white man walking along the sidewalk in East Jackson Street and stepping into a stairway leading up to the front yard of one of the homes on the north side. Um, the encounter only lasted five to ten seconds. Uh, Fuke estimated while the white male pedestrian to be 35 to 45 years old, five foot ten, uh, with a crew cut. Similarly, uh, similar but slightly older than the description of the teenagers who observed the killer at uh, at Stein's cab to be about twenty five to thirty years old. A crew cut, white male, five foot eight. Um, the police radio dispatcher had, however, initially alerted the officers to be on the lookout for a black suspect. So Fuke and Zelms drove past him without stopping. That's that's the mix up in descriptions horrible. remains unexplained. A search ensued, but no suspects were found. This was the last officially confirmed murder of the Zodiac Killer. 
Yeah, so this also seems off base. But also, maybe not because he does it in the car, but broad daylight-ish. Not broad daylight because it's 9 o'clock at night. But as in, in yeah. the, you're not you're not doing it in a you're safe zone. It. it seems like it rage kill. Yeah. It seems now, like a tempered kill. Now, a very... Uh, and a thing that I left out that I thought was really creepy was, um, I, I don't know if it's the Riverside killing that you that might have been the early killing mm-hmm. of him, or his first official one. I think it's the Riverside killing. Um, the reason why they want to connect it to him as well is the symbols on the side of her car. Did you know that he he wrote like his zodiac certain crypt things on her, the side of her car? No, uh, the girl that they found. Wait, the first one? Yes, in Riverside. Yes. I didn't know there was any... I saw a photo. Uh, I think it was in the documentary. You should look it up. But there was literally like he wiped down the side after killing her and then wrote symbols on the side of her like truck or car. Interesting. Um, so like there are connections. Like he did this kind of stuff. So again, he had this persona from the beginning. Yeah. and this is So we're talking about, by the way, uh, the murder of... Sherry Joe Bates, yep. um, which was Joe the Bates. unsolved. Uh, it's still unsolved technically, but they try to really active. They basically correlate it to the um, Zodiac killer. Yes. Um, interesting. Yeah, but that last one takes me by surprise a bit, and it always did when it when it came through on the documentaries. Well, this is the first time like he took wallet. He took things of value that explained any type of reason why he was doing it. Well, then also. Also, the other ones, not just to be this way, it's not like I'm any way informed here, but the other confirmed, in quotes, killings that he we relate to Zodiac have all been not in public. People on a picnic, people, people in a car in love. People right. alone. Um, and then what was the other one that uh, you mentioned? Shoot, I don't know. You just you mentioned a few. Yeah, the two yeah. people on the picnic. They're all like at lakes yeah. and different areas. They're away. not in the middle of. I mean, the one again. If you're trying to relate the Cherry Joe Bates one, but again, it was almost like the person whoever did murder this woman knew that it was abandoned. So like there was four like warning. There was a yes. guy who understood where he was at, where he did it at. Yeah. Same with and this guy, one. He seems drove away, came a back. Erratic. And, yeah, it does. So it almost seems like it was like ang- like a temper thing. It sounds huh. dumb, but it could. It seems like sounds like if I was this dude, obviously you're unstable. Yeah, and if maybe he did need a ride, maybe he was trying to get him out of the city. Maybe something was happening, and something happened where he flipped. Maybe you know? he maybe he's growing bolder at this point. This is his last kill. Like Confirmed. he has sent ciphers. Yeah, he has sent evidence to cops. He has called from payphones like blocks away from the departments. Like. This man is bold. He believes he can get away with anything he's doing. Maybe he just gets more brash and brash about it. Maybe he gets more and more of like, I can do this in broad daylight. Yeah. Like, I can get away. I'm the Zodiac killer. I can do whatever I want. Hmm. And so it's very possible, but it does seem feel a little bit more erratic um, than his other ones, which were very... Yeah, you're right. Like lone wolf, like stalking people that were out by themselves. Yeah, it seemed like he was. this was a little bit out of uh his normal yeah so if this is what they connect to him how do they connect this to him though? yeah so um they said the stein murder was initially thought to be a routine robbery right that it escalated yeah um however on october 13th the san francisco chronicle received a letter a new one from the zodiac containing a piece of a bloody shirt and taking credit of the killing um so he actually sent the evidence of his coattail that was cut off to the police saying he was there Gotcha. And that was that's how you know it's him. Um, the three teen witnesses worked with a police artist to prepare uh, a composite sketch of Stein's killer. A few days later, uh, this police artist returned, working with the witnesses to prepare a second sketch of the killer. Um, detectives Bill Armstrong and Dave Toshi were assigned to this case. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the San Francisco Police Department investigated an estimated. Uh, 2,500 suspects over a period of years. Yeah. Um, but that's where we get the whole famous... The famous um, drawing. Classes drawing, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Um, so it's mainly based on those kid, those three boys. Yes. Uh, huh. Yeah, So which leads us to October 14th. It really just sounds like we know nothing. We, we really don't know a lot. So, yeah. But it, this leads us to October 14th, where the Chronicle received another letter by the Zodiac 
this time containing a swatch of Paul Stein's shirt tail as proof he was the killer. Um, it included a threat about killing school children on a school bus. To do this, the Zodiac wrote, just shoot out the front tires and pick off the kitties as they come bouncing out. Hmm. That's right. I remember this as well. Um, at 2 p.m. on October 20th, someone claiming to be the Zodiac called Oakland Police Department, demanding that one of the two prominent lawyers uh, appear appear on AM San Francisco, a talk show hosted by Jim, Jim Dunbar. Um, Bailey was not available, but Bailey did appear on the show. Dunbar appealed to the viewers to keep the lines open. Uh, eventually, someone claiming to be the Zodiac called several times and said his name was Sam. Uh, Belly agreed to meet him in Dale City, but no one arrived. Yeah, that sounds. That just sounds like. And I believe that was the one that was uh, found out to be a copycat. Someone yeah, who called it in. It just sounds like that. To stir up shit. Um, anytime, not anytime, but that when you bring in that kind of open. Oh, hey, anybody call in? Like, right. Yeah. So that leads us to today's new discovery because right. it's been dead since then. Um, there has been no more killings. Um, in fact, the, I was trying to look up, like, what's the active status of this case? Yeah. Like, is there anybody even caring anymore? Um, in April 2004, um, they marked the case inactive, citing caseload pressure and resource demands because, you know, uh, effectively closing the case. However, they reopened their case sometime before March 2007. It doesn't say why. Um, the case is open in Napa County in the city of Ri- uh, Riverside. Right. Because of that kill. Uh, and in May 2018, the Vallejo Police Department announced their intention to attempt to collect the Zodiac Killer's DNA from the back of stamps he used during his correspondence. That's right. The analysis by a private laboratory was expected to check the DNA against GED match. Um, it was hoped that the Zodiac Killer may be caught in a similar fashion to the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Where they found his DNA. Um, so in in May of 2018... The police detective said that the results were expected in several weeks. However, to date, no results have been reported, hmm. which is weird. Well, 2018 is pretty recent. Yeah. So, um, wow. It's yeah. a lot of information. I mean, it's more, it makes me more interested in going back and watching all of the right. the shows and the kind of rereading up on it and refreshing. Right. Um, I would be really interested to see if, if what comes out of that last study that they did on DNA, um, I'd be really interested when that comes out. Yeah. Um, I also have... How old would he... If we're, if we're, see, we also heard two different ages, three different ages. Oh, I think the range is pretty close to consensus. 27, 26 to 40. 26 to 30 is what I've heard. Well, then the policeman said, remember, 30... That's the only differing, and they said that the kids had a better look at him. Hmm. Okay, and he so then he was younger than you think. So yeah. in my mind, twenty late twenties so, is earlier, younger than I thought. Right. So you're yeah. twenty nine. So yeah. Wow, yeah, younger than me. That that always again, it's another mindset thing. It is. <laughs> I always think the evil people are older. Like you know, <laughs> when you're growing up, you think the evil people they're like this kind of stigma. Evil in quotes. Yes. You in think quotes. you know. It's somehow on the edge of your world. It's never really in grasp. And then, it's not like... But trying to put that framework over your age person, like yeah. doing these kind of acts in front of me and seeing that is kind of a, just different. But Yeah. Um, but anyways, I have a couple people. Uh, we don't have to go in the descriptions, but uh, if you are very interested in this case in general, you should look these names up because... Um, How would you like to be one of these people that just aren't it because you know how all of them but one <laughs> if right. one of them are they Zodiac might all killer. be innocent they might all we be innocent and we're, um, these names have been thrown around for a but long time but Lawrence Kane came up on a very top list um, there's a lot of like connections between there we got Richard uh, Gayokowski okay Ross Sullivan which we have heard before from the documentary right um, and there's a lot of like how the, I think the Ross Sullivan thing they said is just um, how close he matched the description. Yeah. Is a really big one. And then there was another guy, which I don't have on the list anymore. Who was it that had like a lot of circumstantial evidence that he was in all the areas where these kills happened? Mm. He was in a police lineup at one point around these times. Um, there's a lot of evidence that say that he was in the same area, but they don't have any evidence on him per se. Yeah. And, but, 
but um, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Who was the top guy? While you're thinking of that, I just want to touch base on this. I know we're at the end yes. of the podcast, um, but I mentioned this at the beginning, and I wanted to give this resource out there yeah. um, because I found this fascinating. There was a documentary called The Most Dangerous Animal of All, mm-hmm. um, and it's the basically this thing I just mentioned, which is it chronicles one man's mission to prove his father was the Zodiac Killer. Oh, wow. Look at him. There's uh, a photo we're looking at right here where it shows a photo of this guy's father, um, and it looks spot it on. Spot on. Very close. Um, it's really, really interesting um, and it because re- it revisits, of course, all of the Zodiac Killers cases that we've kind of went over today. And it touches on how this he is connected in all sorts of ways. Um, and yeah, so it's really interesting. Go give that a listen. This is, There's no promotion, anything here. It's just a really good resource I found was interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. But thanks but, for bringing in this podcast today, Jake. It's just it fun really to talk murder mystery for a podcast but uh yeah i'm I mean, not typically one except for th- this case really yeah really i don't i watch mind hunter again but that's right. not a true crime series like i don't watch the the 60 minute yeah you know this one has docs. a lot of intrigue and, it, and it's a very big name and yeah. so it's just very interesting like um that i don't know this whole story about it i had already new recollections but i think that's what just hit it i was on twitter all of a sudden got hit with, oh, we solved this 51-year cipher finally. Yeah. Like, the dude's probably dead. Like, he's could probably be. dead already. Could be. It could be 90 years old, somewhere around there, right? Right. It'd be and around so, 80 to 100. Um, <laughs> so. Like, the fact that we just now solved it, and it was someone outside the United States, an Australian team, amateur team, yeah, who ran it through a code, and it just worked. And it said all the key phrases, like paradise, slaves. It was like... So, but the FBI officially confirmed it, but Interesting. that was the reason why it start, started this whole thing was like, I need to go back and relearn this. And I wonder if this would be interesting for the podcast. So yeah, here it is. It was good. It was good. Uh, good, interesting information. I'm glad I also had some information on it that yeah. I wasn't just blind. Right. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed that podcast, make sure to give us a like or rating and review. We have been posting some new content on Facebook, which has been fun. Yeah. Um, we've been making these short one minute condensed fun story videos stories you really haven't heard yeah we're gonna get, stories more, I haven't heard. We're gonna get more and more interesting where it's not just the typical stories but stories that make you go wait that actually happened we have a lot of those coming up which is gonna be fun yeah um they're on facebook twitter and instagram and tiktok now that's right um check us out we're everywhere now we are everywhere um, it's under casual x history that's right um so yeah that's it Perfect. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.